What's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode on Keeping It Real with Credit. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about inquiries, 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 whatever. You know, that thing that goes on your credit when somebody checks it to extend your credit? Yeah, that. Right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to this next episode on Keeping It Real with Credit. I know it's been a while since we've posted, but me and Justo have been behind the scenes working on some uh, <laughs> nice little treats. One of them is, as you can see here, the Keeping It Real with Credit mugs. Uh, some other stuff here and there that we want to offer to you as a reminder to go ahead and pursue the best absolute credit score that you need possible. Absolutely. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about and what what is inquiries. Inquiries, as some of you may or may not know, are basically, it's a matter of record. These are things that go on your credit report um, as a list of either lenders or banks or anybody that's going to extend you credit um, basically goes on there. Now, inquiries, for the most part, is 10% of your score. It doesn't really count as much. But on the other hand, it could affect you in the long run, as we know from Mr. Absolutely's video, when he got denied for uh, Apple credit card based on too many inquiries, which was 11. I think that's a little bit exaggerated. But just so you can see, so even though it's only 10% of your score, banks may still deny you if they have a criteria in which states that a certain amount of inquiries may hold you back. Now, inquiries at the moment only stay on your credit report for about two years, but stop affecting your credit for over uh, after 12 months. And after 12 months, they stop affecting your credit. Now, the big question. Can inquiries be removed? And I'm here with Justo, as you guys may know, Mr. Absolutely himself, President and CEO of Buildworth Strategies, to talk about some of the strategies he uses in his company to help out thousands of clients to remove those nasty inquiries from your credit report. So let's talk a little bit more about inquiries uh, as tell, far as that process goes. I'll, I'll tell you this much, and um, before we go ahead and dive into that, because um, even though that I know that some people might feel that inquiries can or cannot be removed, um, they can. Um, I'll tell you this much, I've obviously, based on the videos that we've put up on, on the YouTube channel and stuff like that, you guys have seen that I've been declined or denied because of too many. Um, I'm aware of this. It's not something that I go ahead and I start just applying for credit cards because I want to, or I start applying for things that I don't need. Um, you know, I apply for things because either my business requires it or on my personal level, sometimes um, there's better services or products that I want to take advantage of, better cards that give me more rewards or incentives. And because of that, um, you know, I apply. But overall, uh, inquiries could really hurt you in a sense. It's not to say that it's going to always hold you back. And, and per se for myself, going back to what Ray was saying, could an inquiry be, dele be deleted? Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just, again, be, be open, be honest with you guys. Um, in the last, I would say, 10 months, I've, I've, I've racked up close to almost 28 of them. 28 inquiries. 28. When they did the Apple application, I had just gotten word from my processing team because this is one thing I'll tell you guys, this is the key. Don't stop disputing. Don't just take no for an answer. Right. 
It's not to say, guess what? I never stopped working on my credit. As you know now that I have so many inquiries, the reason why I applied is because we had just gotten ma major success. And when we got these last dispute results, it said that like 14 or 16 of them got deleted. And then, but obviously we still had, we still have 11, right? From that one agency. That one agency in one point in time prior to that dispute had almost like 30 of them. It was like 28, 27. It was a lot of them. Right. But because I, we consistently continue to dispute, if one thing does not work, it doesn't mean that it's not. It's just that, guess what? That's one thing that was validated, was verified, was updated, whatever the situation is. But guess what? There's over 40, 50 different things that we're going to go ahead and tap into, especially when it comes to the dispute aspect of it. Um, what really is going to go ahead and help you when it comes to disputing inquiries is consistency and patience. You have that again. Yes. You might be saying, well, you know, it's his company or whatever. You're absolutely right. And even if it wasn't, if credit is this much important to me in my financial, in my personal, in my business life, guess what? It's in my best interest to invest that much time. Um, to try to get that deleted or removed. So um, I'm a testament of it. Um, as a matter of fact, if anything, um, you know what? I'll throw myself out there, guys. I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to give Ray a before and after of my inquiries and go ahead and just um, post this yeah. up so they, they're able to check that out because if it's possible, absolutely. But it does take time, guys. Yeah, it does take time. And, and again, it is only 10% of your score. But if you go to one of these lenders that send to other lenders, you're going to rack up a lot of inquiries in a, in a long period of time. And again, some banks have some criteria in which states that do not extend credit to a customer if they have X amount of inquiries yeah. within this amount of time. Yeah. The reason why is because it makes you look desperate. Um, regardless if you have a great credit score as Mr. Absolutely had over there, which was, I think was a 730 credit yeah, score about there. Yeah. Uh, banks don't just look at the score. They look at the whole criteria, yeah. the full picture of your yeah. credit report. So now what are we really looking into when it comes to these inquiries? And these inquiries is basically, again, it's a matter of record. It's a record of whatever bank goes to, goes to yeah. you know, check your credit to extend you some kind of credit. Now, there is another type of inquiry, which is soft inquiries. Soft inquiries is just a matter. These do not affect your score at all whatsoever. But every time you go ahead and maybe check your credit on Credit Karma or, yeah. or on a credit monitoring system or a bank pre-approves you and gives those yeah. little pre-approval letters to your yeah. house... Those are considered soft pulls, and those do not affect your credit at all whatsoever. They don't even factor in. Um, I don't even think they even show up, and well, some some may. Some may. Well, one thing to go ahead and add on to that, uh, the best way that you could go ahead and determine either it's going to hurt you or not, uh, obviously, as, as Ray has mentioned in the past, is if you're soliciting credit. Mm -hmm. But one of the best ways to actually see if it's a soft or a hard or how can we tell the difference, uh, just look at your credit report. Uh, you know, when you're going down and you see the section where it says increase, sometimes you might have a description depending on the credit monitoring right. provider that you're using. And some, sometimes it even tells you this one's actually going to go ahead and impact you. This one is not going to impact you. So, and obviously you'll see the difference between that. Yep. Uh, so now 
how do we go ahead by disputing this this information on your credit report because inquiries do appear in your credit report yes they have to abide by the fair credit reporting act which gives us the opportunity to be able to challenge or dispute anything that's on the credit report so with that being said you would challenge it just like another regular account by firing off a dispute now the wordage may be a little bit differently but, ultim but ultimately you're basically challenging the information as far as what's on there and another brief Video, which I'll leave the link in the description and up here uh, we talk about how the credit bureaus receive uh, the, these these dispute these letters bad. now keep in mind that the credit bureaus receives hundreds of thousands probably even millions of dispute letters on a day-to-day -day basis so I can pretty much guarantee you that there is nobody on the other side like a human being scanning through all those dispute letters one by yeah. one what they do is just to make life easier is they put it through an e-oscar system which basically scans uh dispute letters um you know and places them in order of preference of you know whatever a case may be then a human being might go ahead and take a look at that um and basically like how we discovered before you don't want to use a, a templated letter that you find online because again the same people that use that letter used a bunch use that same letter as well yeah so you might get a response of this account has been verified not because they verified your account but because the previous person that used that same letter got verified so it's going to associate yep. it with the same way one of the best things to use is to pretty much throw off the e-oscar system and as Husto's uh processing department explained in that video is you change the font around you change the grammar around you may want to even handwrite a letter Put a little star in the middle of it. Throw it off because that right there is going to kick it off to be uh, personally reviewed and, and such. I mean, absolutely. Is there any other things that you? Um, yeah, obviously the font is um, is a great way um, change it up because again, there's so many people using the same type of formats. This is obviously if you're looking to take the endeavor upon yourself. Right. Um, again, um, you know, one thing that I wanted to go ahead and add, um, not only go ahead and change the font, but also rearrange the wording. Uh, so again, you know, maybe if your letterhead usually started on the left, maybe throw it off to the right at the bottom is what Ray's saying. Maybe add something personal, you know, or maybe, um, you know, something that you're probably going through. Listen, I, I'm looking to buy a house as soon as possible. Um, so the e-Oscar system that Ray was talking about, it's like a, it's like an, it's a, it's a system that's an algorithm that's, that's formulated to calculate certain verbiage. Um, you know, especially for those people who maybe want to use an attorney, um, the verbiage might be too proper that, it's yeah. not going to throw it off. It's not going to get inspected by a, by a person. It might come back as validated because the average consumer maybe doesn't use that type of wording or grammar. So that's messed uh, up. They don't think it, they don't it, think we're smart enough. That is true. <laughs> that is true. But I'll tell you this much, guys. And again, I know we've said this in the past. You know, maybe throwing a misspelled word in there could also be the difference of confusing the system so the system spits out your letter and then it does have to go ahead and get validated or verified by an individual. And that could be the determining factor of somebody either wanting to do it or having too much work right? and saying, you know what, delete, or you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna put verified on it because guess what, I can't even go through it. Maybe they're even pressed for time. Right. Keep that in mind too, guys, because by law they only have 30 days to respond. So if you're sending out a letter and whoever it is, maybe that letter got spit out because you gave some sort of you know inconsistency, not something that was followed by the masses, and then that obviously spit it out. It might be sitting at somebody's desk, and after a specific amount of time, then 
they have to automatically delete it if it over exceeds a certain amount of time. So making sure that when you send out your letter, besides what it says inside, do it mail and return receipt. Yep. This way you have a timestamp of when it was sent, when it was received, and you could even go ahead and redispute it if it was validated based on that time as well. Right. So that's an additional thing that you could obviously go ahead and take advantage now, of. Now keep in mind typically, you know, we hand deliver all the dispute letters for all the clients that they have, you know. I help out as well because it is a lot of letters and it's pretty much walking distance here. But for the most part, how much does each certified mail red receipt cost you? Um, it's like three ninety five. So about four less. bucks. Four bucks. So keep in mind that per dispute that you send out per credit bureau times the amount of inquiries mm -hmm. that you guys have, that's about more or less what's going to cost you. But even regardless of how much that is, it's going to be microscopic because if it does get removed, it's going to do a whole world of a difference to your credit score. Obviously, you know, uh, extending you, you know, large amounts of credits um, if you need to. One thing I wanted to go ahead and add as well, since again, we're just keeping it real. We're trying to provide this information to you guys, especially for the, um, the people who do take the initiative, the proactive ones. Uh, maybe this is something that you want to go ahead and do for yourself. Um, also, be very specific on when you're going to go ahead and um, dispute something. Make sure that you're capturing all the information um, from the account number and the name of where the account is at. Exactly. So it's not something, it's not only just putting the name of it, but putting an account number. You need to be specific to be terrific. Yep. So that's a, that's a huge tip. A lot of people, this is why sometimes, um, again, you know, the average consumer maybe might not be aware. People feel that having credit karma is good. Um, you know, disputing it online is good. We have a video for that that we've done. Yep. But this is why we don't use or encourage credit karma because there's no account numbers. Right. Um, and so, we don't dispute online because we lose some of the rights that protect yeah. us under the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Like, for example, if something has been verified, giving you more information as to how it was verified or, or whatever the case may be. So you lose a lot of those rights. So it benefits you more by sending a certified mail receipt. And, and, you know, handwritten letter or whatever your preference is. Based on statistics, we've had a, a greater uh, opportunity or, 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 or a, a more deletion probability when it when it is sent um, via certified mail. Um, so that's something, obviously, again, you have to go ahead and consider as well. All right. So basically, in a nutshell, inquiries, what are they? Basically, it's a, it's a matter of record that appears on your credit report and it lists all the banks or lenders that looked into your credit in order to extend you credit. Two, inquiries stay on your credit report for about two years, but stop affecting your score for the first 12 months. After that, when it comes to disputing it, we all know that because it is a, with, it does appear on your credit report, they do have a to abide by the Fair Credit Reporting Act, which gives us the opportunity to either challenge or dispute that item on our credit report. And the way that you do dispute it is basically like you would any other account. Yeah. Remember to be specific, add account numbers, um, you know, rearrange the font, rearrange the font, use um, the language, the, the verbiage, the verbiage, throw little things that might throw away the put system, little stars, stickers, a, you know, throw a sticker in there, tell your dog to um, put his paw print on there. You could literally even use different type of, um, paper. Um, yep. there's some people that might use, um, yellow paper, construction, paper. construction paper. You might be, you know, that makes it original. The more original that it is, the more the more accessible it's going to be to a human because the system won't be able to identify that. Yep. Uh, one thing that I wanted to also go ahead and add, how could you avoid or try to prevent an inquiry, which we spoke, we were talking about That's it. Right. Credit monitoring, guys. Um, I get this all the time. Sometimes clients call me, who's to listen? I'm, out, I'm at Macy's. 
They're giving me that 15% with the 10%. If I apply for this credit card, right. I don't know if I should do it or not. So you know what's the first thing that I always ask the client is, what are your credit scores? And if the client doesn't know, then it's the only thing that I can tell them is, well, you're going to run a high risk of being declined, especially if you don't know because your credit's a post. It can literally change daily. Right. So this is why we highly encourage having a credit monitoring place. This way, when you go somewhere, now you're not guessing. You feel, comfort- you feel confident. You know what? I know what my credit scores are. I know where I stand. I know how many I have. And I've even asked the right questions. There's some creditors and lenders that, you know, you ask them a few questions, they might give you the information. Oh, no, you know, well, we we require this or we require that. You know what? Let me wait another two months. Let me wait another three months because I have these two that are almost a 12-month range. Right. That right there gives you, um, you know, power to buy, Confidence. Confidence. We shouldn't be applying anywhere if we're not confident as to what our scores are, what our balances report, or whatever it's on yep. our credit report. We should be very familiar with it, and that's why you should subscribe to this channel. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's why, you know, a little plug in there. little plug. Uh, <laughs> subscribe to the channel. Uh, but, w- but what we know is, again, increase account for 10% of your score. Again, not very much, but then to a bank, if you have a certain amount, they still may deny you because, again, you look desperate, and nobody likes a desperate individual. Um, yeah. So pretty much other than that, guys, um, Jay Lobos has his own channel, so go ahead and follow him. Out, yeah. Especially guys, for existing clients. Exactly. If you guys want more information as to how to remove your inquiries or your particular situation, feel free to give BWS a call because they do run a free credit evaluation. What happens is, is that somebody in here will go ahead and run account per account through your whole credit report, yeah. explain to you the algorithm or the formula of credit, and show you exactly how the formula of credit is affecting your credit score based on what's on your credit so whether you do business with them or not you still leave with a plethora of information that's going to allow you to take your credit score to the next level so other than that yeah. guys let me know what your story is based on inquiries make sure to like subscribe share with family and friends and i'll see you next week on keeping it real with credit thank you guys Peace. take care man <laughs> so you were just like fucking around <laughs> inquiries, inquiries. I am, I'm like, oh, okay, okay.